0: Welcome to Armchair Preaching, a podcast of the First Presbyterian Church in Lakeland, Florida. This is a podcast about God's Word, the beauty of the Gospel, and what it takes to communicate that truth to others. I'm your host, Pastor Zach McGowan, and on today's episode, I'm joined by Pastor John as we discuss what it's like to enter the pulpit after an absence, and we discuss this week's message in our series entitled, An Integrated Life. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Welcome back, everybody, to Armchair. Preaching uh, back in the armchair is Pastor John. John. Hello, everybody. It's been a couple of weeks. Welcome back. Uh, we started a series uh, while while you were away. We mm-hmm. started the series and uh, continued the series called "An Integrated Life." This week, um, but why don't you tell you you were actually in a part of the country that I was in earlier. Yes, did a different cruise, different different some of the different uh, locations,
1: but uh, but uh, lo-
0: some some similar type things. How how was your yeah. trip?
1: You yeah, guys- it was great. It was great. I you know it's one of those things. Uh, I think one. One of our uh, members, Alan Cleveland, said before we left. He said it's just hard to describe. And you guys went, you know, you yeah. know, it's just hard to describe. If you've ever been anywhere that is, has spectacular scenery in this world, you know, when you come back and try to describe it to someone else, or even when you show photos, if those of you are following on your social media, you put together a video. Mine's putting together these these photos. It's just even those don't do justice because when you're standing there and you're looking in front of this incredibly vast scene before you it's it's just hard to put into words but I uh, loved it uh, I just told someone last night it occurred to me last night that one of the things that I that, that was uh, very meaningful for us is uh, is that yes? We were on a cruise for seven days. We did land tour for four days a- after that. But I think the best part. Somebody asked what was the best part. Yeah, we we did some f- really fun things. Your version of the, uh, the seeing the whales the when whale, you guys yeah. went. Uh, we did the dog sled race. And oh wow! Uh, 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 we did we did, all, we did several several things like that. But by far the best thing was it was just Seal and me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Even dinner time, you probably you guys probably sat together at, at a, as a family at a table, but even dinner yeah. time they said, "You want to sit with other people or you want to sit by yourself?" Like, I said, "No, no right to, for that. this trip." just us
0: yeah and that's the same thing when we go they always ask us do we want to sit with other families or whatnot and and I, I know some uh, I know some pastors that they they never shut the 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 get to know people thing off yeah I I definitely d- do I mean we always interact with people while we're on the but oh, yeah. eating eating at the table that's like where there's great family fellowship. That's where there's great conversations, I'm sure with you and Seal. This yeah. being an anniversary trip especially, you know, when you're out there too there's there's no cell phone coverage, there's no Wi-Fi, there's no I mean there's no interruptions, so it's just you and 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 your family, you and your your yeah. wife. Yeah. So you get
1: to focus on focus on each other. Well, we had plenty of moments where we were, you know, when we did excursions, we were eating with other people and yeah. and uh, you just around people a lot, so you end up talking to a lot of people. Yeah. Which is great. I love that. Uh, but I really liked being uh, being just just with her and me and spending some really great time together doing having great experiences together as she said I don't know if you even thought this but she's like I never dreamed we'd be we i never dreamed that we would do something like this that we would even want to do something yeah. like this but it just came up and uh, and and we both we both said we'd like to do that at some point just it's a bucket list
0: kind of place. It's a bucket, list, it's a bucket, list, kind a bucket list kind of place. And I would
1: say to anybody who can, who's maybe thinking about it, uh, just go for it. You know, just Yeah, do there's
0: it. a lot of different ways to get to Alaska, uh, whether it's cruises or, and, and actually, you know, Gene Ginn, who's in our praise band, and Kitty Ginn, who you and I both know, you've known them for a long time. They were in your former church, and now they're here. They also did Alaska earlier, did it very differently. They went in reverse from Anchorage down, and they mm-hmm. did a lot more interior things because the state is so gigantic you see one part of it doesn't mean you've seen it all. And I was and, just
1: looking at a map this morning or last night, and and uh, and where we went was in the lower quarter, twenty five percent of the state. Yeah. There's a seventy five percent of the state. We only saw a part of that. Yeah, seventy five percent of the state we didn't even see.
0: Yeah, one of the tour guides that one of the excursion guides that took us out to um, to uh, Mendenhall Glacier uh, was saying was asking, are you know, anybody from Texas on the, on the on the bus, and he, uh, people, yeah, you know Texas. And he said, "Hey, you know, I like to tell people from Texas is we're, we're three times larger than you.
1: Are. Ah. <laughs> you can fit three
0: three Texases into Alaska, wow. which which Texas is the next largest state by landmass. Wow. Uh, which is it's incredible. I mean, you, when you when you take the, the the map, like you were saying, you take the map and you take it off and you put it on the continental United States. it, it reaches from basically like like, you know, from Southern California all the way to like Chicago or something crazy. So it's like some nuts it's thing huge, like that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. If you take that lower, because that's where we were. We were just in that lower, you know, that lower uh, eastern, southeastern, southeastern uh, corner. And that because, but there's so much cool stuff there. We had a great, yeah. great time, and I'm, I'm glad you did too. You're, and it's,
1: and it's weird coming back. I don't know what, what it was like for you coming back to, to the church because I mean, this is, this is what is this Tuesday? So yeah. it's Tuesday, and I, I feel like I've just. Missed yeah. a lot of things. I know I've missed a lot of things. I've been, my email inbox is telling me <laughs> I've missed a lot, a lot, a lot of things. And then you just got to come in, you know, a little bit cold into yeah. uh, in, into the service on, on on Sunday. And you know, I I, I tuned into the uh, barely tuned into the mm-hmm. live stream. Mm-hmm. La- a week ago sunday so yeah. uh, but that was even it was kind of choppy yeah so it was hard to watch so yeah. i didn't really, I really didn't really sit with the whole service with it so you feel a little out of sorts yeah coming back from that trip did you feel that same way like your yeah of-
0: absolutely and I and I think i think especially it, so when we came back I the the benefit here and I, I'd love to hear your thoughts because we did it differently right so i came back and I had I came back on a Tuesday, so I was back in the office Tuesday, Wednesday, oh, yeah. Thursday. So I had that that kind of runway to get back into Sunday. And you came back Thursday evening, and then right into you know right into Sunday. So what was yeah. it like going? I mean, no, for me, was, I had was, that runway. I was really glad that I did, but yeah, I know. been
1: that would have been way better. It was it was pretty intense. It was uh, you know, th- Thursday late. You, st- you get you got jet lag. Your body still thinks it's four hours behind. Yeah. And then uh, all, all day Friday was just a full court press to get ready for. I had a funeral on Saturday in in Dunedin um, and uh, it was a longer funeral so we were there for quite a bit of time probably Mm. six hours uh, plus travel time. Um, total time to do all the things beforehand and then meal afterwards Mm. and the the reception and then the the, celebration the the scattering of the ashes afterwards, and then and then you're you're tired from that, and then you and then it's it's football season, so mm-hmm. uh, you know you got to watch the, and it's a seven thirty game which are the worst, the worst. so you know there's a seven thirty game and you got to watch it because I, I wasn't able to see the game. Uh, um, um, uh, on you didn't uh, miss, on, anything on, that you did miss anything. I did not miss anything for the first week, so <laughs> we lost, so it's so just as well. But so I was going to watch every play. So yeah. by the time I got to Sunday, I was I was pretty wiped. Yeah, and then in eight fifteen a 15 start yeah, yeah which is which as you know means you're, you're at least by 7, 715 73rd yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah. you've been up longer than that just yeah. just going prepping, through nerves yeah.
0: yeah absolutely yeah and i you know i this it's different than when you're just gone a week you know when you're gone a week and you miss a sunday you feel yeah, a little 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 off kilter when you get back when you miss beyond I don't know beyond seven days or six days in a Sunday. I mean, I remember there were probably 10 years where I did not. I did not t- I never I did not take a vacation that was longer than 5 days. Yeah. I mean wow. there there's probably 10 years I didn't take a vacation. Actually when, before Julie and I came here to FBC Lakeland I, I never took a vacation longer than 5 or 6. Days. I think wow. the longest was 6 days in terms of my so professional life. You never, you never like, missed a Sunday. I, I almost never missed a Sunday. I no. mean almost never. I mean and yeah, and most of those did not miss Sundays. I mean some of them did. Some of them, you know, we'd go on like 4-day cruises that that would go over the Sunday, but it was not um, uh, it, you know, I remember we took um, a vacation here that was longer than seven days, just because there's more staff and there was more, uh, you know, backup support and mm-hmm. and things like that. It, it was like, whoa! And I it also got really uncomfortable after day five. I mean, like there was this like real uh, agitation, like to get back, you know, to cause what, what am I missing? What you know, what am I you know, not? What's what's hap- you know that sort of thing? Yeah. And so yeah. it took a little while for me to kind of re kind of refocus that that chip that in my, my mind a little bit so, so.
1: so those of you who are listening to this right now um, and maybe if you work in schools or in business or whatnot uh, I, I don't know if you have that same kind of burden that yeah. we're describing right now but that is a typical what pastor burdens now yeah. typical burden that a pastor will feel and I think we, you're right I think we, we are we are we are blessed yeah it is in a very fortunate situation that we are in here that we can you and Julie and the mm-hmm. kids you could take that multiple weeks at a time I always even with a multiple of weeks. I, I still hear about these other pastors who are who typically in a typical year will take the month of July off.
0: Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, I've heard that as well. It's a too. whole month off. So yeah. like that,
1: that's. I mean, I, I'm I'm out of source with with two weeks when off. I, I can't took, imagine.
0: I took sabbatical two years ago, which sabbaticals are supposed to be. I mean, there's purposeful rest that goes along there. I was working on my doctorate, like. 10 hours a day I mean it more, was not a not, lot of rest no personal rest I mean I got into a groove where there was a lot more kind of Headspace time Because I had to You know I remember the first week Of sabbatical Trying to sit down And go immediately Into paper writing mode And my mind was just Like I kept checking my email And you know Checking And I'd even respond And I remember There were times I'd actually come into the office And you're like What are you doing here Like stop You know Because it's like So difficult to kind of But then after about week three You kind of get in the groove And you're like Okay well You know I can I can ease into my day a little bit i can you know get into the 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 writing mode i can in the study mode and the you know sit sit with papers and then go for a walk and kind of think through what i just wrote and then go back and re- you know th- those sorts of cadences but for a little while it wasn't it, it took a while to get there
1: and, you, you might have you and i might have had the same same symptoms i'm i'm, I'm I've, I've said i'm a terrible vacationer yeah
0: I've I gotten better I have gotten a lot better i have gotten gotten better've a lot was, better my it, wife it, it, is very good at at making me better it's at usually
1: that. it's usually three days before the little the before the the, the the all the chatter internal chatter is begins to calm down well and you can
0: ask Julie I mean she will tell you there were vacations that uh like we cut short because I would get not because of anything like Externally pulling me back, but internally I'd get real angsty and not hmm. not really fun to be around. And so we'd get back, you know, just like homed and and it took. I think there was a couple things, and, and and I don't know how what the shift was for you, but there there were, I know you've done a whole study on on Sabbath rest and mm-hmm. things like that. And that I know that you and I've talked had about a, this in the past. That yeah. that's that's really changed your. Outlook on even vacation and things like that, which is somewhat different but related. For me, it was you know Jules really um, she she makes sure that when, you know there's it, it's funny because there's well, a lot of our trips there is there's goal setting that goes on at the trip like making sure we do certain things nice. so
1: yeah. we kind of scratch the itch. Hey, you got a of, travel agent for a travel agent for a for a spouse.
0: Oh, she's yeah, she's incredible. And then there are trips where uh, we just. We just rest. You know, we just – we're like, we're not going to – you know, the goal is not to have any goals, right? Or to have very few. Like, just, you know, and uh, those have been – and the cool thing about the cruises, and I don't know if you guys experienced this, is there a little bit of both? They are. You know, you get get a little bit of adventure and activity and action, and then sometimes where you're just at sea and it's just – Okay, let us wake up late
1: and let's you know just chill out and you know go even s- even the excursions for us were like let's do a couple but let's don't kill yeah. ourselves with the excursions so which is why we got to just to- tootle around with the, c- the city of Juno rather than take one of the excursions out yeah. we just we just walked around and yeah. enjoyed and just enjoyed it yeah it's a cool town it
0: was a cool town smallest. Uh, state capital by population in United States Yeah, it's ridiculous like, lots it looks of questions
1: like a, of whether they should even have it as Juno. Yeah. I mean is that the one you can't get to by any, uh, by either by boat only by boat or boat oh it's
0: actually yeah it's the only you, one that you, you have to you take an airplane an or, boat in, in, or yeah. boat in yeah you can't drive there's no it's weird I looked at the, the guy said that I looked at the map and I'm like sure enough it doesn't go back to we're like actually stuck here like we can't <laughs> if it's not for the ship we're not getting off this, yeah. I- this tiny little island yeah, because we, we could swim, swim I, I think suppose. it
1: was like Wasilla or somewhere like that where the Sarah Palin was from. Yeah, you know, they were. They considered that or one of the other towns. And then
0: Anchorage is gigantic up in, uh, but it's up north, so it's further away and things like that. They they were talking about, but I re- I remember going into Juneau and and this is not a travel podcast, so we're going to get to yeah, the actual yeah, sermon. Yeah. But I remember walking into Juno. I don't know if you had this experience. So I'm thinking downtown Lakeland is bigger than this. Yeah. Like it's just like yeah. I was like there. Are, yeah, there are more. there are more
1: people. Like here, yeah. so it's crazy. K- Ketchikan was the same way. Ketchikan, yeah. Skagway, same way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 we 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 uh, we got to go to Icy Strait, which is uh, just off of uh, another another town, and then Victoria, which is in Canada, was beautiful. Uh, but actually, that's a quite a a much larger city than I expected. Um, but Juneau was just tiny. It yeah. was, t- and <laughs> when they pointed out this, the the capital building, I was like really that's your capital I was was thinking like visions of Tallahassee or Atlanta these big domes you know and the pillars and you know long steps and it, it looks like you know it looks like you know, where an insurance company might have their offices, you know, kind of thing. It's very nothing wrong with insurance companies, but you know,
1: it, they don't They're tend not to the have same, or it's ornate not the same offices. look as a, a capital building. Yeah. yeah. But so, so it was. It was all in all, it was a good. It was a good trip, and it was just and the effect on the preaching moment was is you know, it's definitely felt because you. I mean, you're you're dealing with it physically, but you're also just you've been away, and you feel like you know part of part of the 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 life of the of the preacher is the connection with the people, and you've yeah. been disconnected for for two weeks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and this. And, and this week, kind of interesting because you you were we were talking about, integrating faith and family and you spending a lot of time just you and seal kind of having like that that, yeah. mar- that that an intense kind of marriage moment and and uh, but you know we're in the series uh, you talked quite a bit about the series I, I opened up talking really about the series but as you were looking at this concept of faith and family you, mm. know, you definitely had some laser focus on the 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 integration part what was the challenges that you faced as you were looking at uh the actual, you know, the texts from Old Testament, and New Testament. We both touched on Deuteronomy six. We both
1: touched on Ephesians, Ephesians 5, five and six. And um, we both, both backed up from what we originally. We originally were just going to just going to talk about children and fathers yeah I couldn't do it we, I don't know I, yeah, I, originally we, we I, we both yeah. felt the same impulse so we got to talk about because it's right marriages. there because
0: yeah. it's right there and one leads into the other right yeah. so what were the challenges that, that, that you faced as you were kind of unpacking this passage
1: this is interesting uh, because I, I thought this sermon was going to be different than, than it actually ended up being because I, I thought it was going to be about prioritizing and it sort of is that it's prioritizing your family. So I thought the emphasis was going to be talking about how we prioritize families, but really end it ended up being more of um, of what what is the family relationship like? Yeah. Um, how are we to be around our children? And then that whole bit with the children, how children are to be with their parents. and mm-hmm. said, Oh well, I you know so I need to. It, so really, so fir- the first thing that needed to happen was I needed to have a mental shift. Yeah. To okay, this is what this text is about. So this is what the sermon needs to be about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went. I, Basically, I'm confessing that I went in with a predisposed idea of what it should be about, yeah. and I needed to change that mid- midstream. to say, "No, this is this is what it is about," yeah. uh, and so and then it, then it was really just it, it was trying to unpack uh, mm-hmm. well what the what what was there. Yeah, um, and I had but I love that you did this at the end. I, I I'm so glad that you did it. I wish I'd have done it as well, but I just. Couldn't land on that. Your last point was to uh, bring all that investing into the in, in, in the people in your home, bring it into the church. Yeah, I, I I wanted to do that. I had it in my notes. I had it in my. And yeah. now I, I I pulled it out. Yeah, I said no. I'm just going to just land with you know, fathers, children, and, yeah. and and spouses.
0: Yeah, and for me, it was interesting because I again I had like you. I think I had some pre pre kind of you know ideas like I like I mentioned at the beginning of the message. This you know I, I've. I've preached probably a dozen messages on Mm -hmm. on faith and family. And so I had... uh... I actually had gone back and looked at a couple of those because obviously when you do faith and family the Ephesians 5 and 6 comes up uh, the the Deuteronomy 6 comes up so I went back and looked at those things and had initially kind of an idea of what I was going to do and then you, you being in the congregation and, and on I had spent the last couple of weeks spending some time with Celebrate Recovery which is a recovery um, ministry here at FPC and spending some time with those, those folks and realizing that and, and realizing that there are fo- quite a few folks in Vine where the biggest challenge of preaching on the family is their their preconceived idea of the family, and also, and you did you touched on this too, but the but the brokenness that they experience yeah. in the family, where we can we we could present the biblical ideal, but without talking about the redemptive, you know, the redemptive option of God's people. So that's where I, I actually circled in, which initially on Wednesday of last week it was not there, but then after Thursday it was the Exodus twenty two, orphans and widows kind of yeah, it's great. The, the impetus of God's people as a people was to always care for the broken families and to that the that the ideal of the family in Genesis two is always meant to affect the broken families and, and where, so there it it was, I, I, in hindsight, as I look back on it, I think maybe this is one of those situations where there was some, I felt, I felt a little bit disjointed in the delivery, but I had so many different uh, thoughts and ideas that I wanted to try to get through that. I, um, That I I wasn't, you know, it wasn't always, it wasn't always easy to connect those dots, but I wanted to get there. Well, I
1: will say, when I looked at your. when I when I watch your sermons, I I I I will move the scroll bar up ahead and see how long the sermon is. Just yes. so mostly because I got to figure out my time yeah, when I'm right. sitting down to watch it. So I was like, oh, you said got a forty-two minute sermon. What, whatever, <laughs> it, was, it, what, was, it was a chunk there. Yeah, so, so which what, is not my not typical not typical. typical for me, yeah. So but I will say that. So I was like, oh, okay, I can focus on this. But th- then I was thinking, uh, but it flows. I mean, that's that's a nice. Thing. I mean, you well, and I'd tell you, you
0: too. This is what happens, and we talked about this before. What happens in the practice versus what happens in real time. That was. A good eight to ten minutes longer than the, the all the practices I had done, and I think some of it was f- reading the reading the room and feeling like they're not maybe they're not tracking with this point or they are tracking. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
1: Like when, yeah, put a little more weight here, yeah, take a little less. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So that that was I think some of that too. But uh, I
1: I, uh, I I loved the um, you spent some time on the um, on the uh, sports. Contracts, yeah, yeah. Um, and but making the point that that marriage is not a contract, yeah. Um, and you know, I know this is a specific part of your, your sermon there, but it was—I I thought it was, it was really great that, that that this is really about the it, it is a, it is the covenant relationship of a husband and wife. Not well, gonna, maybe in any no no yeah. wedding ceremony is ever going to say here's your contract, right? Well, I will ask
0: you I ask you this because you've done a lot of weddings, you've done a lot of pre-marriage counseling, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how many folks? I, I, my experience is if you if you're sitting down, you're talking to a potential couple that you're going to marry that they have this preconceived idea about what marriage and family is all about yeah. and, and a lot of times it's 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 if they're not really centered in the church, and sometimes even if they are, they have this very contractual mentality. Do you experience, have you experienced that when you're doing pre-marriage counseling with folks and you're having to kind of unpack that for them and say, well, okay, if that's the case then 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 divorce is going to be on the table for you, right? If, it, if you look at it from a covenant standpoint, and I wish I'd emphasized, and I didn't use the term covenant because then I started thinking, oh, that word is so much there. Like, there's not an out clause in the covenant, right? Yeah, And, and that's the so I don't know Have you, not, not,
1: not in the not in the way that you just described it, but in the concept of what you're describing yes yeah. absolutely absolutely talk about that and talk about the, the how we how we are to even see our marriages yeah. you know, how do we think about our marriages which is what you're talking about we don't think about them as a you know, contractual obligation you do this and I'll do this and if you don't do this then, then mm, I get out then yeah. I'm out you, you know? broke the
0: contract and I'm good you know.
1: I'll, I'll talk about the fact that the marriage itself is greater than greater than the two individuals who yeah. make up the marriage the marriage itself is an institution of, of God mm. and the because of that it's greater than the two of you so it is to, it is to not easily at all be broken yeah the only there are very few things that actually qualify for why it could be broken yeah and um, and I realize that sinful people are going to be in that and sinners, yeah, sinners are going to behave sinfully and I, I we understand grace and all that but the concept the thinking is I think the biggest problem we have with their, with marriages and any relationships is is how we think about those relationships yeah, yeah. and so we have a, I have a lot of conversations uh, about that and I think I I brought that out. absolutely yeah. it, you know and, and it was fun for me because in the in the service I'm I'm at 8 15 service and and Kelsey and Zach who just got married. Mm, yeah, brand are, new are, are, are there couple and weeks, and, yeah. and, uh, and I'm looking up and there's Anna and Noah are up there and so and just a year, yeah, these just are some, yeah. these are all newlyweds in, in the room here and I, and I'm and I called out cuz I see them. So I called out the you know Zach and Kelsey and said you guys got it right. Yeah. You guys you, know, you guys we make make your marriage you know priority uh, and make, make faith a priority in your in your marriage and you know they're worshipping together, they're mm-hmm. studying together their bible, you know they're they're that's the kind of thing. And I don't know that everybody in that room that you preach to and the room that I preach to, I don't know that everybody um,
0: understands that. Yeah.
1: has that in their hardwiring.
0: Yeah. And 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 to some extent, you know, there, it, I look at this say what was, you know, what was modeled for them? What what you know, what when pre-marriage counseling you kind of un unpack some of those things that, you know, what do they come in with the, the, what are the preconceived ideas that they come in with about what marriage and family and parenting too. Because one of the things that you talked about uh, quite a bit in detail was, was the parent child relationship and, and really the, the, cra- the, The countercultural thought of Paul's time that fathers should not exacerbate or or provoke to anger their children. So there's a there's a part where the parent you know doesn't just you know they they have an obligation to lead and guide their their children in such a way that is uh, winsome and encouraging, not authoritative and Hammering, and so I, I grouped all that whole thing together, and just talked about it from the standpoint of Christ's you know service and yeah. and sacrifice. But th- I think that was a real. Well, and key then your point. last,
1: year your, your second and last point was the the the, uh, the idea of investing into yeah. the into the people in your home. That's I heard children, Yeah, I heard you. Yeah. Who speaking those words and see what I see of you week in and week out is how you pour yourself into yeah. your children yeah. you know as I've, like, I've said to you and Julie both that, that said that, you know you, this is you know you, parenting is something you get one shot to get you only get one you, you get know, one you, shot no at do-overs. it no do overs no do overs at it and uh, yeah. and you need to do it right yeah. well, you guys are doing it right well I
0: appreciate that you know I talking about one other topic that we both kind of mentioned in in some respects related to the Ephesians 5 portion with the wives and the the husbands thing right so the big the big you know kind of barrier to people Understanding Ephesians five is they get tripped up on those words, yeah, you know, they get tripped up yeah. and we both mentioned that. So yeah, it
1: was, was, was interesting, and and you were like, I've, I'm not even going to go into the unpacking of these these words here because we, we uh, it'd be a whole, and we probably should. We should something to think about. Just come come back and unpack some of these tricky words and yeah. relationship words like like submit.
0: But I did love what what you did. It, it, you, you pulled out an example from ministry that you've had with 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 particular people who've had a problem with it, and just illustrated. It, 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 there is a if the if the if the husband does the work of Christ in the home and takes seriously not just in a nebulous fashion but what does Jesus actually do for his people mm-hmm. he lays down his life certainly you can lay down you know your 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 desires and or you know whatever it is that you know that that angstiness that goes the other direction because to abuse and you know, neglect and, and all those different things. You, you mentioned like a specific example. So if that was the case,
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Then,
0: then then it would be easier to be the kind of yeah. wife that, that is, you know, honoring their husband and is encouraging their husband and is in some respects submitting to, to that because they will be the kind of person that is, uh, is sacrificing yeah. for me, you know, yeah. like, and they'll see Christ ex- exemplified, <laughs> exactly. right? And that's why it's a yeah. it's a reciprocal relationship, just like it is with Christ in the church, right? Not contractual, but reciprocal, right? And uh, I thought that was a real powerful way to kind of diffuse that, because it's like, you can almost, I can almost think of people that I know – in our congregation and other congregations who would be in the camp of I'm definitely that submit and
1: will not say those words. submit or obedience at all
0: yes but if you go to the and but the husbands all like how many of those would say, well, I'm going to be like Christ to the church, right? But then what they're really thinking of is Lord, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're forgetting the Savior, sacrifice, they're yeah. in the Savior part, which yeah. is, yeah. well, that's everything, right? I mean, that's the sacrifice, that's the service. I mean, that's what Jesus said He came to do. I came not to be served, but to serve. And it's always interesting to me how many whole denominations distort that part of it, but then Overemphasize the first part and then distort the second part, and I think that was that illustration was a powerful way to kind of diffuse that. You know,
1: it's not a very popular passage to have uh, for for many people to have. No, most I don't have a lot of brides and grooms asking for that passage to be read at their weddings, um, although they should. You yeah. know, for the very reasons. I mean, you brought it out as well is that you you talked about the fact the sacrificial uh, role of the of the husband. I thought it was really interesting too. Is that even before you got into wives submit to your husbands as a you know, as as part of your, your reverence for the Lord, um, there was this Christian submit to one another. Yeah, and so there's this call for everybody to, to submit. And yeah, which you brought you, out very nicely. If you, if you in there, can't yeah. see the 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 goodness and the generosity and the giving and the sacrifice of Jesus. And if you can't respond to that with submission to Jesus, you're never going to figure yeah, out that yeah. you're never going to figure out that submitting to one another, or sub- certainly submitting to one another in the marriage relationship, or wives submitting to Christian husbands. You know, none of that's going to make sense. Yeah, and you you said too, and I, I it was just like a quick little quick little kind
0: of statement that you made in terms of the it's it's just culturally. Unpopular to submit to anything. Yeah, I mean, you you said this is not like we we willingly submit to nothing. (laughs) Yeah, there's almost. I mean, in in in, and I I think it was interesting when I I was when I was listening to it. I was like, yeah, we really don't do it like intentionally. I mean, there's a lot of things we submit to unintentionally, right? I mean. If you don't pay your mortgage, you are going to submit to the yeah. laws
1: of the land that yeah.
0: foreclose on you. I mean, you submit to that, yeah, right?
1: We've, we've thought that one through.
0: Yeah, it, 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 there's there's a lot of those, but we don't think of it as like, well, I'm working for this bank or I'm working for that bank or you know. But we yeah. are, right? I mean, you don't have a job. I mean, we we deal with a lot of folks that that struggle to make ends meet, and they definitely feel themselves under the submission of mm. the the bill collectors. I mean, they feel that, and and. If we're if we are the kinds of people that are ahead on our bills, we don't feel it as much, but it's still there. <laughs> we're not, yeah. so they only love us as yeah. long as we pay our bills, yeah. right?
1: Lakeland Electric still expects us to pay pay the yeah. bill. But yeah. so,
0: but it's interesting how those things we will submit to, we just don't call it that. Yeah. But when it comes to Christ and the and and his relationship to the church and how that translates into the family, that's the part that gets real sideways.
1: I think if we if we did anything on Sunday that was useful, I would hope that it would be the sort of the collective thought of the church that Making sure that we are attending to our our, our families, yeah. and we're pouring into our families, and and I love that you, you you broaden that to the church. I would echo that absolutely into our church as well. Recognizing that you know not, not everybody's married, yeah, Some widows widows in the church, non married, you know, singles in the church, young people in the church not married, and not everybody has children, yeah, but everybody can get this. Yeah, and a lot of people are, you know, most people, I would say, are, you know, are, most of the our church population is married. Yeah. And uh, most of them have children. Yeah. Yeah. Now they may be adult children. Yeah. But they they have children. Yeah. And so and then and almost everybody I can't think of anybody, even the single people I, I know in this church, and probably most single people, who have who don't have influence on children. Yeah, absolutely. Nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. you know, other people around them. Mm-hmm. Their teachers, they got you know, around teachers. So yeah. it was just an important. I think it was an important message for us to to remind ourselves as a congregation that that God has. Given to us, I didn't use this language. I, I thought about it several times. Just the, the most basic form of government in the in, in, in the economy of God. The family, is the family. It's the family. Yeah. It is the most basic place. It is ground zero mm-hmm. for discipleship. It is the place where where I did say this, but you, people, the children get their first glimpses of who God is mm-hmm. by what we teach them and what they see in us. All those things. It's just it is it is central. I say it at every baptism. It's interesting. You mentioned the baptism at the yeah. end. I say at every baptism um, that. Um, That they're going to get the. the, 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 Our job is to teach them. Yeah, the parents' job is to teach them, and and they have the primary responsibility for the spiritual development of their children, Mm -hmm. not the church. Yeah, yeah, we're supplemental we are we love doing our part we love doing our part Uh, and it's so important and you're going to do baptism this week Mm -hmm. and in there you read your baptismal question there's some form of a commitment a public commitment that the church is going to make and we we expect the church members to do that yeah i know that you and others are dialing that up right now and that's great yeah i love that that but um but all that's to say is that it's still the family yeah that's the that's the main place where this is to take place yeah and and i think we you know one of of the things
0: that has been has been happening in, in FPC for the last couple of years is is trying to you know nurture the family ability to disciple children right we have family we have rotations twice a year family discipleship classes where you know people come in and talk about different issues some of them are very practical I know I was talking to our student ministry director Josh Schweitzer who's running the disi- the family discipleship cl- uh, classes in a few weeks. And we were talking about, you know, the the role of of of, of monitoring technology as your kids, you know, start getting All getting devices think about. and things like yeah. that now. And and how does you know, how does our role as parents um, in this Ephesians six and Ephesians five and and Deuteronomy six kind of paradigm, how does that apply to you know my kid has a cell phone now, right? <laughs> because it does. I mean, and and it does in real practical ways. Uh, so how do you how do you navigate that? We I think we've done uh, we've offered those resources to people to kind of help. Support the idea that it's not our job to disciple children. You know, it's our, it's, it's our job to supplement the discipleship yeah. of the children. It's our job to, to you know, increase, come alongside them, and yeah, coach them, and, yeah, yeah. And, to and, be a secondary yeah. you know level and, and and to fill in gaps because
1: single parenting even the, and, well and even yeah.
0: the best parents are not perfect parents. Right. You know, it's like Julie and I. We do the best we can, but we definitely have our down moments. And for if 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 my children's entire faith picture is me and julie it might be pretty strong but if if it's if it's got other folks in the in the orbit as well it's even stronger right what is
1: it the the success the spiritual success of a of a child moving into, into into adulthood uh, can come down to one non-parent adult who cares and pours mm-hmm. in, pours into a, into that child. Oh, that's powerful. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, like you said, it's a it's an important part of our series: integrated, uh, integrated life, faith, and family. This week coming up, faith and rest. I think that's right uh, you can tell I haven't done my sermon for this week yet but uh, Faith and Rest is coming up this week I'll be in Vine uh, I'll, have, be, I'll be at a wedding Josh Schweitzer will be in Classic this week so yeah. he'll be doing Faith and Rest and uh, we, we will ha- we'll have a great time with that and I encourage anybody who missed this week's messages to go to our website fpclakeland.org go to the worship page and the Sermon Archive tab to watch complete services of both our Classic and Vine service also So if you miss any one of our episodes of Armchair Preaching, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud. Those are the big uh, distribution sites for most podcasts. And so that you don't miss an episode, subscribe so you get notified when a new episode drops. Uh, And you can share it from there as well to your friends. John, great to see you. Great to have you back.
1: And it is good to be back everybody and I'll see you in a uh, couple I'll, weeks. See, I'll see you here but uh, I'll be here yeah. I, but I'll, yeah. I'll see everybody in a couple weeks yep and we'll see everybody else next time.